Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Today's Medicine Remix show is brought to you by Notrin. No, no, not Motrin. No, no, I'm talking about Notrin. N-O-Trin. What the fuck is that, you ask? Well, I'm glad you fucking asked. Notrin is the first ever anti-yes tablet. An over-the-counter strategy for the people saying yes to the things they don't really want to fucking do. Ask your doctor or your damn self if Notrin is right for you. Notrin anti-yes tablets. Time back guaranteed if you just say no. Now, back to enjoying Medicine Remix if you want to. Come on. You know you want to. Today's doctionary word is EMDR. Contrary to rumor, EMDR is not the robotic drinking buddy of R2-D2 and C-3PO. to look rather like me. But EMDR definitely is esoteric. It's highly controversial in mental health circles for counseling victims of trauma. And today, EMDR has become high-tech. So what is EMDR? Well, EMDR is a mode of treatment for post traumatic stress disorder. EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. Oh, okay! That's a mouthful of words, so let's unpack it. First, the letters E and M in EMDR stand for Eye Movement. With EMDR, the patient is asked to move his or her eyes from side to side for 10 to 15 seconds. Then, on cue from the therapist, the patient is asked to recall distressing memories. This process is repeated until gradually, the therapist has guided the patient to shift his or her thoughts to more pleasant ones. The patient reports distress which is greatly reduced or even neutralized. That's the letter D in EMDR which stands for desensitization. The patient now is less sensitive to the memories. Because EMDR is a form of exposure therapy, it gradually decreases the sensitivity with which patients react to painful memories. When all is said and done, the letter R in EMDR stands for reprocessing. The patient now has reprocessed how the traumatic memory affects him or her. During the 1990s, EMDR was developed by psychologist Francine Shapiro. One day Shapiro had a moment of serendipity when she observed that moving her eyes from side to side reduced the intensity of her own negative memories. They were moving very rapidly in a diagonal, flickering up and down very, very rapidly. So I thought I stumbled upon some mind process that worked with thought. And that's what was so fascinating because I hadn't been doing it deliberately, but I noticed it happening. Inspired by this observation and acting on a hunch, she recruited fellow researchers to run trials on trauma victims. When a trauma occurs, that processing mechanism gets disrupted. It doesn't work. The brain goes into shock and the the mind just repeats the information over and over again. When we deal with the eye movement in the office, we seem to be able to open up that blocked processing. 
and accelerated. Later, Shapiro honed and standardized EMDR techniques. Early on, EMDR involved the therapist moving his or her fingers to guide the patient's eyes. I had to start using my hand to guide them to make similar types of eye movements. This struck critics as bizarre and they mocked EMDR as finger-wagging therapy. But today's technique is more precise and sophisticated. Today, therapists operate a bar of LED lights which move alternately from left to right. Therapists can control the duration and speed with which the lights move. EMDR differs from traditional talk therapy. With traditional talk therapy, therapists and patients have deep dialogue about traumatic memories. This dialogue probes root causes, explores events and emotions before and after the trauma, and situates the trauma in the context of patients' life experiences, behaviors, and personalities. In contrast, EMDR has the patient recalling the traumatic memory, stating what it is and assigning an intensity to the disturbance of the recollection. The therapist is more of a facilitator and he or she bypasses in-depth analysis and discussion of the trauma. But being a facilitator is no less important because the therapist has the patient recall, assess, and gradually shift memories to more pleasant ones. Only recently has EMDR emerged from obscurity. As a result, EMDR now is being subjected to wider scrutiny. EMDR hasn't yet gained universal acceptance for treating post-traumatic stress disorder. In fact, mental health groups have delivered conflicting verdicts on EMDR's effectiveness. Some groups have labeled EMDR a new promising treatment modality for PTSD and other groups have labeled EMDR as complete pseudoscience. This leaves individual therapists to decide for themselves whether or not to invest belief in EMDR and to administer EMDR with their patients. As with other mental health disorders and treatments for them, we don't fully understand the underlying mechanisms behind post-traumatic stress disorder and EMDR. Although we know PTSD is a real mental health disorder, we don't fully understand why it disturbs people the way it does decades after traumatic events. And in employing EMDR, therapists don't know completely why it is that alternating eye movements are supposed to lessen intensity of traumatic memories. But therapists administer EMDR therapy anyway because they judge it to work. In the same way, with other afflictions like bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, we know these are real mental health disorders, but we don't fully understand what goes on at the level of the brain's biochemistry and neurotransmitters. Although psychiatrists offer pharmaceutical drugs to treat these mental health disorders, they don't know completely why and how they work but they do have a 60-year track record of clinical evidence to help them judge that pharmaceutical drugs work. Only time will tell whether EMDR will gain wider acceptance among mental health professionals. It remains to be seen, but EMDR trials already are ongoing beyond just treating post-traumatic stress disorders. Trials are underway for borderline personality disorder, phantom limb sensation, panic attacks, eating disorders and addictions. Oh,
So keep an eye out in the coming years for EMDR. That's eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. With today's Doctionary Word, I'm Big H, and you're listening to Medicine Remix. I check the dictionary next to the definition. They were. Listen, we don't have much to go by, so if you guys would please just like and subscribe anywhere you see anything. Medicine Remixed. Like the shit out of it. Just click on it. It doesn't cost you anything. Just move your fat finger and click on it. You're clicking all kinds of other shit at work when you shouldn't be. God damn it. But uh, we appreciate it, and that's really you know the only surrogate market we have to go by. And listen, the other thing is, fucking tell people about it, man. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. I mean, I, I'm always amazed, man, when people think people are famous. Like, I've never been starstruck, ever. And the reason I've never been starstruck is because somebody said to me once, you know, the only reason that person's famous is because you made them famous. Right. I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, stop caring who the fuck that is. Yeah. Watch how famous he is now. And it's yeah. like, holy it's like fuck, we, you're right. We give things meaning, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we give words meaning. We give everything, meaning. man. And like, when people when people think like, oh, you know, my friend's an artist. Uh, he wants to make it big or whatever. You know something? Fucking support that. I mean, if he sucks, he sucks. But if he's even halfway good, man, you make people famous. I don't think people realize that. You make things important. And damn it, make us famous is what we're saying. Fucking tell people. No, but my point is is that the only way this is going to get out and it's ever going to grow any legs to it is if people tell other people about it. And listen, if you don't like it, thank you for suffering through it. We love you. And if you like it, we'll fucking tell somebody, man. And to be real honest, the feedback that we've gotten back so far, fucking great, man. We appreciate it. We're having a good time doing it. And this is our way to be creative within a field that really is an art and a science, but the art has been taken out of it for creative people in medicine. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of like super talented people. Absolutely. This could be a forum for those people looking for a different way to express their craft through a more creative means. Hit us up. Yeah. All right. We love you. Peace. Peace.